Hello everybody, welcome and welcome back to BNB Anime. I am Blue, that is Brad. Today we are going to be discussing the final season of Kaguya-sama Love is War. No, 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 no. No, this is just ultra romantic. This really? is not the final season. The oh. fourth season has already been confirmed. Oh, but it yeah. ended on such a final season note. I mean, it really did feel like it, but then as soon as the episode dropped, it was like, oh, hey, so guess what? We've got, we've got more. Uh, okay, well, I'm interested to see where they go from here, because the the way that it ended was very much a wrapped up with a nice little bar, like, you know, I don't want to say any more than that because it'll spoil, but like, it, you know. I mean, I... I will say, like, although I'm like, okay, we had this, this is great and all, but then I was like, you know, I've waited three and a half years and three fucking seasons for this. The fuck? Yeah. <laughs> oh, but oh my god, I'm, uh, I had a great time with it. It was great. It was fun. How was your week? Stressful, but good. Oh, it was a good Same. Week. Same. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm still not quite used to the levels of humidity out here, so I feel like I've just been on slow mode. <laughs> you know, because like, yeah, I, I'm. I mean, like, I'm like, oh, it's only twenty degrees today. I don't know what that is in in American units, but twenty degrees. Um, not hot, hot, but like summer hot. You know, like nice and a nice temperature. Maybe you need like a a light jacket if it's breezy. You know, but like a decent, like a good human living temperature. And then you go outside, and it may be 20 degrees, sure, but it doesn't feel like it. It feels like 30. It's horrible. So, 20 degrees Celsius is 68 in freedom units. Okay. Which is cool. I would gladly accept 68 compared to the shit that I'm dealing with. Have I? Did I tell you what I'm dealing with? No. So, I'm house-sitting for my aunt, and her AC is broken. Oh, so inside this house, it is 84 degrees, Ugh. which to put into non-freedom units, <laughs> you've got, let's see here, that's almost 29 degrees. Yeah, that's sucky. So, yeah, not not fun. No. Not, not fun at all. I'm dying. I'm, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm glad to be home so I can record this and get it edited really quick. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I still have to go back and look after... Doggos and cat and newborn kittens. Well, at least it's cute. <laughs> I mean, yeah, the the adorable fluff still doesn't make up for the fact that I'm fucking dying while no. I'm there, but it's fine. No. Yeah, I guess it's just I'm not used to, like, like country hot is very different than city hot, you know? Yeah, city's typically more humid. Mm -hmm. And then I'm also right next to one of the Great Lakes, so. <laughs> that definitely doesn't help. No, no. <laughs> Enjoy your humidity, mate. I'm sure your hair loves it. Uh, the curls have been curling, that's for sure. <laughs> oh, that's great. I yeah. love that. Yeah. But yeah, other than that, uh, I started a summer job this week. Congratulations. Yeah, yeah. So doing that um, over the break whilst I'm not in school. And mm. then, um, yeah, I went out and had a, a picnic and I uh, went to a park, which was fun. I like parks. Mm -hmm. Trying to find Very some fancy. semblance of greenery in amongst all of the skyscrapers. <laughs> <laughs> you ought to just get a pet cactus for your apartment. Yeah, yeah. 
Although I get so little sun, the window that I have in my apartment is facing another building. There's like an alleyway and then a building. It's very city. Um, And so I don't get a lot of direct sunlight. So most things that I've tried to grow here have not been very happy. (laughs) Never mind. No prickles. Yeah. I have to get something that's like loves low light and then I can can do that. Mm, I see. I see. I don't know anything about plants, so I can make no suggestions whatsoever. Oh, well. Oh, well. Well, what about you? Other than other than cat, dog, kitten sitting, what have you been up to? That's been about it. We also had VBS this week. So I am tired, screaming kids all week long. Yeah. I'm tired. (laughs) I'm just, I'm just glad that week's over with. I think I would rather deal with the hot than the screaming kids, Mm -hmm. which I'm, I still have to deal with the hot for the next week. So it's fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. It's America Day soon, right? Tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow, whenever this episode goes out, and also tomorrow of the day that we're recording this, because, of course, we're recording this on a Sunday. What is a recording yeah. schedule? <laughs> yeah, we had Canada Day on the 1st. Yeah. Yeah. So we both get our Freedom Days, like, very similarly close together. Yeah, yeah. I actually did not participate in Canada Day, like, at all. Um, Canada Day's been kind of weird for the past couple years anyway, because we've had a lot of... um. Uh, like just horrific information coming out about the indigenous population and what Canada had done to like just be awful. <laughs> I don't really want to yeah. yeah get too much into it because it's a very like well depressing subject and this is a podcast about anime. So you know, <laughs> um, but yeah, if you're interested, definitely do your own research. But yeah, so for the past like last Canada Day, especially everyone was like, we're just not celebrating. Like it doesn't feel right to. And then this Canada Day, more information has come out since, and everyone's like, well, we also like we don't really feel like celebrating anymore as well but also like covid's over and like like pride in here in toronto which was last weekend was the first time that anyone had like gone out to celebrate since covid like been like outside celebrating because obviously in canada like over christmas when technically things were lifting and like it was more okay it's still freezing here nobody goes outside (laughs) you know (laughs) so yeah yeah and new year's and everything like so over summer is when we do all of our celebrations Mm. and pride isn't like a holiday it's like a a celebration for a specific group of people right Mm. so canada day is kind of like the first time for everyone to like for everyone to just jump in and celebrate and do what they want and so it's like people are like i don't know if i should celebrate or not but i was working on canada day so i didn't celebrate uh but i did come home and then i was hearing the fireworks going off in my apartment and i was like oh this is really nice asmr and then it started raining and it was like the most relaxing thing ever distant fireworks and then raindrops on my window i was like i'm i'm good here this is great That's great. That works. Yeah. So what about you? You got plans for America Day? Um, Not really, because I can't leave the dogs out whenever people are shooting fireworks, because the oh, last yeah. time that happened, Nora decided to run away, and I had to search for her for like three hours. Yeah, yeah. So I've I've learned my lesson on that. Um, I'm going to do a cookout for lunch for the family that's here, and then the girlfriend has requested that I make my smoked mac and cheese and take that to her for potluck for lunch, so I am... I'm debating on it. I had to smoke burgers for a get-together for a friend yesterday, so I'm like, this is too much. Too much. Too much. It's too much heat. Well, you just gotta be worse in the kitchen, and then people wouldn't request it. 
I, t- I can't do that, though. <laughs> the Yuki Hirasoma in me is like, I must be the best. <laughs> Everything's a shokugeki. L- literally everything. And it's always a shokugeki against myself. Like, everything I make has to be better than last time. Mm-hmm. And I'm still achieving that goal. Like, I was told the burgers I made yesterday are the best that I've made today. So I'm like, ooh, I gotta do better next time. So who knows? Who knows if I'll be able to continue one-upping myself or not? I'm sure you will. You you know what did one-up something, though? What? Kaguya-sama. Mm-hmm. In fact, it had the biggest one-up in recent anime history. Do you know why? I do, because you said last week? Oh, did I talk about it last I, week? I don't know if you spoke about it last week or if you texted me. Okay, I don't remember either. However, so Kaguya-sama has officially unseated Full Metal Alchemist for the number one rated anime on my anime list. Yeah. So it is officially ahead by, whenever I checked yesterday, by point zero three points. But let me let me just double check my work here really quick and see if it is still there. Because, you know, I do the things. It is. So Full Metal Alchemist is at a 9.13. And sorry to, you know, cut into your background early. Mm-hmm. But Kaguya-sama is at a 9.16. Yes. So it has eclipsed Full Metal Alchemist. It's the first thing to have done it. And I can't say whether or not it deserves it. Because it's two very different genres and two very different anime. However, just to see that, I'm pleased with it. Yeah, I, I I am pleased with it as well. I just think that this show has created such a level of community. And you can absolutely see that in the comments of just people... I mean, I would be very interested to have seen how Full Metal Alchemist would have created a community if it had come out now, with, like, the comment sections on Crunchyroll and stuff like that, of people being able to, like, chat with their friends every week in the comments, you know, seeing other people's usernames and recognizing them when you watch the show week to week. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I think that, that, that Kaguya-sama has developed a really, really strong community, And because of the way that the storyline progressed in this latest season, a lot of things were community achievements, I guess. They were like, ah, yay, things are happening in the way that, like, we have been like, ah, cool, you know? I don't know if that's Mm -hmm. a spoiler. I I don't know. Mm, That'll be fine. Okay. Okay. Basically, the storyline progresses. I think anybody can tell that by the time you get to a third season, right? The storyline has to progress. Well, the storyline has been progressing the entire time anyway. It's just, I feel like the main storyline kind of took a backseat during the second season. I agree. However, they continued to build on everything this season, and even subplots they really built upon yeah. this season. We we had a couple twists, which we'll get to, mm-hmm. but overall, like they've continued to build, and just seeing the anime community rally around this show and push it to the heights that it's reached, like it's been an absolute joy. Yeah, to see. Yeah, and I also think that this show is very appealing to a very large audience, whereas I feel like Full Metal is very appealing to a larger audience, but not as large as this. I feel like Kaguya-sama is... It hits a lot of boxes for a lot of different people. It's very comedic, it's very playful, it's stereotypically anime in a lot of ways. Like, it's not foreign for people who love anime to watch. But it's also got a very, like, welcoming presence to people that maybe have watched, like, K-dramas or, you know, other other genres in sort of, I don't know, like, uh, people that are kind of exploring... TV and film and all that kind of stuff. 
I feel like Kaguya-sama is very palatable to a lot of people, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And so, and the way that it's structured is a lot like K-dramas, and K-dramas have been huge recently, so I feel like it's bringing in a whole new audience as well. Yeah, and I can 100% see that, and I can also see it from the perspective of the biggest difference between this and Full Metal is I can truly consider them both entry-level animes. It's just for two very different types of people like for people that are into comedy and romance and then therefore subsequently rom-coms and even people that just want pure comedy just straight up then i think kaguya-sama can fit that niche very well whereas full metal if you like science or alchemy or action or anything along those lines then that's it too it's just I felt like Full Metal is a lot heavier. Mm-hmm. So it depends on more or less what you're looking for out of what you're watching. Yeah, and I also feel like Kaguya could quite easily be somebody's guilty pleasure when they first start watching it. And then because of how accepting the community has been and how like just open everyone's been to watching it and how well received it's been, I feel like it, that guilty pleasure is, has turned from a guilty pleasure into just like, it's a fun time, you know? I mean, Kaguya is, without a doubt, like, one of my guilty pleasure mm-hmm. animes. Like, if I ever just want to shut my brain off and watch something just to have background noise and just be able to shut down, mm-hmm. that's it. Because I'm always going to laugh to it. Like, there's always something that's going to catch my eye. And plus, the OPs and EDs are always fucking bangers. This season being no exception, the ED was probably a bigger banger than the OP, in my opinion. I agree with that, actually, but, yeah. Masayuki Suzuki cannot do anything wrong. Mm -hmm. Homie is, without a doubt, like the most handsome old man I have ever seen in my entire life. And his voice is just so soothing to listen to. Mm -hmm. (laughs) God, can you tell that I'm excited to talk about this this week? Like, I could literally not shut up about it ever since I watched the final two episodes. Although I'm disappointed that Crunchyroll didn't leave it as one episode. They split it up into two for some reason whenever it was televised as one long episode. Mm -hmm. But it's fine. We out here. We gaming, I suppose. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so... Let's do some background. Background. Um, I have information somewhere. <laughs> Don't judge me. I had it pulled up until we decided to get off on the tangent of whatever the fuck I was saying. Yes, that was it. That was literally <laughs> it. Okay, so same studio, same director, same all that fun stuff. The It has a total of 13 episodes, or if you watched it televised, it's 12. Don't sue me. And then its original run was from April 9th through June 25th of 2022. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it is rated a PG-13, which I believe both of the previous seasons were also PG-13, so that's consistent. And I can see why, because there is some, like, sexual innuendo humor throughout, but that's the only thing that I would say is, is, I mean, there was some light, some swearing, I guess, but... It was mainly bleeped. Yeah. Oh my god, just hearing motherfucker dropped <laughs> multiple times in the same episode. Yeah. <laughs> the first time, I think whenever I first watched that episode, I immediately messaged you because I was crying. Right? I could not contain my laughter. That was the greatest thing I think I've ever seen <laughs> in an anime. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. So swearing and some sexual innuendos, but yeah, there's no gore, there's no blood, there's no violence or anything like that. And it held true to the whole American thing. If you're allowed to drop one f bomb, 
per film or per episode to stay within a PG-13. <laughs> yeah. So it, it held that to a T. So great job, yeah. Kaguya-sama. <laughs> uh, so yeah, like like Brad said, it is rated a 9.16 out of 10 on my anime list. My anime planet is actually just under that at a 9.10 out of 10. Look at that! Yeah. It, it's scoring exceptionally high. Yeah, very, very, very high. And its drop rate is a 1.62%, but that probably will fluctuate just a tad, considering that the last episode has only dropped pretty recently. So yeah, uh, again, that'll be one to watch for at the end of the year when I refresh all my drop rates. Speaking of which, last week we covered Spy Family, and because we covered the last episode on the day that it dropped, the drop rate was super super high purely because people hadn't said that they'd watched it yet because they hadn't seen the final episode and updated their accounts so i said that this week i would go back and redo the drop rate so we can get a legit score of what it actually is sitting at at the time of it of the last episode being out for a full week so last week and... yeah last week the drop rate was 24.15 percent this week it is 1.41 percent Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it, Spy Family actually has currently a better drop rate than Kaguya-sama Season 3. But again, those may fluctuate a little bit, and we'll find out about that towards the end of the year. Bingo. Yeah. <laughs> that all the background? That is all of the background. All right. Spoiler chicken hats on, because this is literally a continuation. I feel like there's... If you're listening to this, you've either seen the first two seasons of Kaguya-sama and are trying to determine the third season, or you're just listening to this to listen to it therefore no background it's a rom-com go watch it seriously go go watch it if you don't watch it then we're gonna sick ishigami on you and chica we'll sick both yeah no questions asked so (laughs) so this uh, season follows the same kind of setup as the previous seasons same structure of having small skits but there is a general linear plot line but a lot of the skits could be in a different order and it wouldn't really make much difference. It's there, like, yeah, there are small plot lines and small storylines going through, but a lot of the time there's just like a lot of shenanigans also going on. That's pretty much it. Yeah. Like the, the main storyline is kind of the biggest thing, but all the side skits, they, they don't really matter. Even the team plays with their own pacing on it. So it's fine. Yeah. I don't think any of us actually know what the true pacing of the plot line is, but we figure we'll talk about the main plot line and then we'll just talk about whatever we thought was funniest and then go from there <laughs> yes yeah okay you take it away okay so main plot line that we have been building to through this entire time so you've got president shiragane and then the vice president kaguya who are both in love with each other but either one refuses and our main biggest plot point of this whole thing is Kaguya, for the first time out loud, to Hayasaka admits that she is actually in love with the president, and it's like everybody's world shattered at that point, because it's like, she done said it out loud, oh god, what are we gonna do? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so, with that, we also have our first wrench thrown in the plans of, we find out that... Shirogane is going to be going to Stanford in America, so this is going to be his last year at the Academy, so he's not going to finish out his third, final senior year. Instead, 
homie's going away. So it puts like a real finite timeline on will we actually get the confession this season or not before homie is gone and never comes back. Yep. Or comes back at a later date. Anyway, but also we get the school festival arc, which is where a lot of the shenanigans throughout this are going to take place. And that is where we have a lot of plot furthered along, not just with our two main characters, but also the rest of our side cast as well. Yes. Yeah, there's actually a lot of, of uh, huge movement that happens throughout the, the festival for, like, pretty much every single character in the show. Yeah, the you've got Eno, who doesn't have a lot of, like, fuck off outside. I realize it's daytime, but calm down. Anyway, you've got Eno, who kind of has a lot of personal growth, but no relationship growth. Mm -hmm. You've got Hayasaka, who decides to truly pursue the president just for shits and giggles until he decides to destroy her ears Mm -hmm. just to try to piss Kaguya off. Mm -hmm. And then you've got our boy Ishigami pursuing his dreams of trying to outkick his coverage in every way, shape, form, or fashion and going after the, quote, Madonna of the third years. Yeah. And he's just Ishigami's best boy. Ishigami is my favorite character of this show, just flat out. Oh, just just without a doubt. Yeah. Like, dude is wholesome. He always means well, regardless of whether or not he goes about it in the right way. Yeah. But just solid, solid character. And definitely this season, just best boy. 100% best boy. I, I Since his introduction, I would just put him flat out best boy. I, I could see that. We we need to update the spreadsheet with that yeah. at some point because totally, totally deserves it. I will put it and in then, right now, actually, while we're talking about uh, hey, it. Yeah. Yeah. And then Chica is, well, Chica. <laughs> Chica's great. Chica's the bane of everybody's existence in the most comedic of ways. And God, this season was great. So school festival arc, the president decides to pull a persona and steal all the heart balloons of a festival and create a game where he is a hidden masked person and he sets up a game to allure everybody away from his actual overall plan. Mm-hmm. Then Kaguya has her back and forth with internal struggles of whether or not she actually wants to confess or wants to make the president confess because, you know, that's been the running theme of the entire show. Yeah. And then president devises a plan to keep Chica. And that plan was devised solely for Chica, which absolutely tickles me <laughs> to no end because almost the whole school got involved. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it was designed solely for Chica. <laughs> Yes, but Chica has been our biggest cock block. I think that she, we could honestly add that as a, as a thing of our anime awards and just slot her right in immediately to already win. Because yeah, I feel like she's been the biggest cock block just in general of any anime that we've watched so far this year. Oh, with, without a doubt. I think probably our biggest cock block in any anime we've watched ever. Yeah, fair. Like, I'm going through my list of characters from, like, as far as anime goes, and I don't think I've ever seen a bigger cock block. Yeah. Like, whether it be rom-com, anything. Like, it doesn't matter. No, fair. <laughs> so, yeah. Finally, final day of the festival rolls around. You have Kaguya searching for the president after they have a, what's it called? Fair date? Cultural festival date? Yeah. Whatever kind of yeah. date it is. Something like that. Like, they go, they eat together, they have their fortunes read together. Did they do Ishigami's haunted house? I don't think they did. The president? No. 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 Okay. 
but by then it was split up between girls and boys anyway, so. Yeah, yeah, Eno had everything to do with that one. Mm -hmm. And then, so, finally, the two get split up. Kaguya's looking for the president because she's like, fuck it, I gotta, I gotta, like, confess to him today, no matter what. President's waiting at the top of the bell tower so he can overlook everything and also wait because he has set the game up entirely for Kaguya to find him in the bell tower where only she would know where to find him so he can confess his love to her she makes it to the top they confront each other president hits a button to make a big ass balloon go over the fire and pop and then heart balloons everywhere yeah and this was kind of the first time where we actually got to hear uh, Shirogane speak about why he can't confess to Kaguya. Like, because we've already kind of known, you know, it's a pride thing. Like, there's a reason why, like, you know, he, he doesn't want to get embarrassed. He's probably on the same level as me of how easily we get embarrassed. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, uh, yeah, he's absolutely a skipper when he watches shows. He will skip things that are embarrassing. I guarantee it. Uh, question. What? Did you skip during the first episode whenever Eno's headphones were unplugged? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I got to the point where he was he was plugging in Ishigami was plugging in uh, his headphones and then he pulled it out a little bit and then I was like, no. Why? That, that was so good. I just, uh, I, I was like, I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch it. And I struggled through all of the, like, male whispering in her ears. I was like, I can't do this. I can't do this. And then I saw that he was going to cover her. And I was like, no, too much. And I knew that they were both going to be revealed at the end. Because how, like, ugh, he could have just said, hey, when you paused it, your headphones got unplugged a little bit. Make sure to push it back in before you listen. Like, if he had just said that, it would have been fine, but not... Okay, anyways. <laughs> but also, I get that, though, because if I was constantly being berated, like, I don't I don't think that I would actually want to be like, hey, so listen, just to get told to shut up. Like, so I, I get his standpoint. I, know. I do. I know. But... <laughs> but still, yes, I uh, couldn't handle it. Anyway, so, but this was the first time that we actually got to hear Shirogane speak about, like, properly, properly dissect why he doesn't want to confess first. And it was because of the fact that he doesn't see himself on equal standings with her because she's, you know, well-bred and, and has all this backing and he considers himself to just be some, like, you know, pleb who got lucky entering the school kind of thing, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And he doesn't want to confess to her because if he confesses to her, he will never see himself, like, and she accepts, he'll never see himself as, like, uh, having, like, earned... <laughs> having been her equal. Yeah, being her equal and, like, having earned her affection or whatever. Like, he, I feel like he would always feel like she's pitying him by being together you know and so um he wants to get her to confess so even up until this point with the balloons being released and everything that he has done for her he's still trying to get her to be the one to confess first to like say and that. how does she confess per se she goes on, goes on a little kiss even though we don't get to see the kiss because she hides it behind a damn balloon right <laughs> you know what slot kaguya in as the second cock block honestly <laughs> The balloon. <laughs> the balloon. The balloon is the true cock. <laughs> oh my god. So yeah, we finally we finally get the confession and the kiss that we have been looking for for three seasons yeah. and three and a half years. And my god, my heart was full. Yeah. Yeah, it was a cute, cute moment. And if you did not watch after the credits, 
Go back and watch it now. I'm going to put a second spoiler warning in because I don't know if people closed out beforehand, but go watch after the ending scene, the ED, because there is an extra scene. Okay, you have 10 seconds. 10, 9, 8, 7, very quick seconds, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, okay, cool. They held hands as well under the desk. Yeah, yeah. it was cute. It was so cute, because he was like, oh, I don't know how it's going to be when I go back to school tomorrow. Like, what's the next day going to be like? We didn't actually verbalize anything, and he's like freaking out to himself. And then you get to see a shot of them, and they're just acting like normal, but then it pans down, and under the desk they're holding hands, and it's so cute! It is so cute. It was great. It was brilliant. I loved it. Also, after the kissing bit, we get to see Kaguya and Hayasaka talking about it. Uh. (laughs) I was crying. It was great. It was a fun time. (laughs) Hayasaka, in general, throughout this entire season, was gold. Yep. Yeah. Because she was, she was playing the perfect foil that Kaguya kind of needed to propel herself forward. Mm-hmm. And she played her part to a T. Yes. It was great. But also, I feel bad for her because Homie did just want to be a real teenage girl. Yeah. But uh, now my favorite storyline. I mean, I did like the Kaguya storyline a lot. But Ishigami, we have to get to him. I'm excited. Yeah. All right. Oh, my God. I'll let you take the reins on this one. Okay. So skip a bunch at the cultural festival. Um, he has, he's got a crush. I'm just going to call her Madonna because that's kind of how she is in my brain. <laughs> he, he's had a crush on her for a little while, but this is the first time that it's kind of properly verbalized that he, he like really, really likes her. Cause like we, we met her. What was it? Was it just last season that we met her? I don't think she was in the first season, was she? It was either the end of the first season or early in the second season. It was during the, the like, yeah, yeah, the sports festival where you or Ishigami got put on the, like, cheerleading squad Mm -hmm. and Tsubame is like the cheerleading squad member and also like the leader of the rhythmic gymnastics team and also the head coordinator for the cultural festival because I mean that's that's pretty much her like she's head of all activity things yes yeah um and so there's this this legend around the school of where uh there had been like a, a man who had sacrificed his own heart to save his love and that had happened on the school grounds and so then there's this tradition that if you give a heart to the person that you like during the cultural festival it will grant you good luck and happiness forever in your romantic endeavor with that person right and so 90 percent of the school population knows about this 10 percent don't and and ishigami is one of the 10 percent obviously because that's how plot lines work <laughs> Um, and so he has been, he has been struggling with figuring out how to ask her out. He knows she's a third year. She's going to be leaving soon. He knows that he's on a limited time. He also has many other rivals that are around, three of them in particular, who wear different shapes of glasses, who just occasionally show up to glare at him from around and about. And shoot the laser death beam. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, and, uh... And so he finally, uh, after some encouragement from Kaguya, although kind of like not really knowing how she's encouraging him, <laughs> he decides to ask her to go to his classes event and they're putting on a haunted house. However, previously on the trip to the haunted house, was is it Maki and her boyfriend? No, I think oh, Maki no. is uh, the- Sundere Senpai. Right. <laughs> 
Yeah, okay. So it's Maki's friend. Basically, so I don't know, I can't remember if we talked about this in the first two episodes that we've done of this, but we have had two recurring characters. We have Mm. had the girlfriend whose name I cannot remember, but then the boyfriend whose name we have been told, but in every credit, in every time the name has showed up on screen, he is literally only known as Homegirl's boyfriend. It's like his name does not exist. Mm Mm-hmm. And so, so the it's nameless couple. I feel like that's very yeah. fitting. Yeah, yeah, that works. Yeah. So this nameless couple had gone through the haunted house previously, and it's like an auditory haunted house. They basically ran out of time halfway through making the haunted house. And so they decided to make like lockers, and then you put on sound cancelling headphones and a blindfold, and then they would play uh music, it's like sounds through it to freak you out via the sounds, right? Um, and unfortunately, when that couple was locked in a locker together for five minutes, uh, they ended up playing five minutes in heaven, I guess. Um, and, and after that, girls and boys were separated, um, and weren't allowed to go into lockers together, which, I mean, happy pride. And, uh, and so then when Ishigami finally gets through with his Madonna, they are separated and he's feeling really dejected. So she notices that he's feeling really dejected and invites him to go to her classrooms. Like, it's like a carnival games thing. They just have a bunch of different games you can win prizes. And he wins a game very easily and asks for a giant heart-shaped cookie that she had been commenting on only a few minutes beforehand. And he's just like, oh, you liked that cookie. I won the game. I'm going to get the cookie and then give it to you because you were just talking about how you liked the cookie because he doesn't know about the heart thing. And so then he's like, this is how I feel about you. Like, I feel like I want to give you a gift. Like, that's what he's like. You know, like, I do... He does have romantic feelings for her, but he's not confessing at this moment. He's just like, I like hanging around you. Have a cookie, you know? And Homie also, for lack of better terms, doesn't have the balls to confess Mm -hmm. in, like, a big setting like that, and everybody knows it. So whenever the rumors started going around... Shirogane and Kaguya were like, no, there's no way you could have done that. Exactly. exactly. But homie did do it, whether he knew it or not. Yeah. And she accepts the cookie, but she doesn't know. Like, it's very sudden. Feels very out of the blue for her. So she asks for some time and then runs away. And he's like, okay. and But, like, doesn't really know what's going on at the same time as well. Anyway, time passes. Kaguya gets involved a little bit, but... You know, things still work out in the end. And Madonna's like, I, I'm gonna take a bit more time. Is it okay? So she takes him out to a private place, um, during the ending of the, the fire, of the festival where they're having a bonfire and everything. And, um, she shows him this, this tree and he confesses his feeling. Like he, like, shows her that he knows about flowers and stuff. And she's like, ah, oh, there's lots of things that I don't know about you. And, and she's like, I want to get to know you more. Um, do you mind if I take some time? And he's like, oh, okay, you know, thinking about the flowers. And she's like, uh, um, how long do you think it'll, uh, um, how much time do you think I should take? And he's like, oh, probably around till like March. Cause like that's when the, <laughs> the blossoms bloom. And she's like, really that long? And he's like, yeah, you know, that's kind of when the, depending on the weather and stuff, that's about when it happened. And she's like, the weather has an impact on this. Okay. Uh, well, I, <laughs> I don't know, I guess I'll, uh, I wouldn't have been able to have waited that long, but I appreciate you giving me that much time. Um, and he's like, sure, yeah. And she's like, I'll give you my answer then. And, and he's like, answer? I don't really get it. And anyway, then she has to run off because she has a performance that she has to do of the play of the story. And so then he goes to watch her do this play. And that's when it kind of clicks to him. 
a little bit, but he also does kind of brush it off in the end. But he confessed he didn't get a no. She's very interested in him from what I can tell. She's just more concerned about the fact that she's a year ahead of him. Uh, uh, two years? One year? Two years. Two years ahead of him in school. And she's going to be going off to college, all that kinds of stuff. And he's obviously still going to be in high school. So she's like, I don't know about that. But it wasn't a no. By any means, was it not a no? Which is why I said at the very beginning, I was like, they have to do another season. Yeah. Because they can't, like, that to me was honestly like the bigger plot point of the season. Mm -hmm. Don't get me wrong, the Shirogane Kaguya thing, like, that was the biggest plot point Mm -hmm. but i was more worried about our homie actually getting the girl that he wanted because we all know how anime goes there is no way in hell that they're gonna not put kaguya and shirogane together yeah so i was more worried about you yeah and it seems like we're actually gonna get the answer that we want next season so i'm happy i hope so and i actually do think that they would be very cute together i yeah i think that like She's so outgoing, she's so boisterous, she's head of all of these activities, and he is outgoing when he's with his friends and stuff, and he's very protective, and he's just, like, a solid, like, staple of a person. He's one of those kinds of people that is very reliable, and although he might grumble and gripe at times, like, you can always turn to him if you need him, and I feel like they would they would be a very good match. Oh yeah, 100%, mm-hmm. because she would definitely bring out his best qualities, mm-hmm. and then he would obviously want to do anything that he could for her to kind of help and assist, and also with Ishigami being the way that he is, all of her insecurities about rhythmic gymnastic practice and college and all that other kind of stuff, like, he wouldn't care to wait for her. Mm-hmm. So it like it really is like a Truly good match. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And I actually feel like she, well, she is the reason why he ended up working so hard on his studies. Not, well, not just her, also Kaguya. Like, basically the idea of having someone that believes in him and thinks that he could do well helps him conquer his little brother syndrome. And mm. and I feel like, yeah, they would. she would absolutely give him determination to do well. And then uh, he would also give her the space to be able to be the, the career woman that she wants to be. Mm-hmm. Which is great. Yeah, it's great. It's all brilliant. I've absolutely loved everything about the season, the animation, all of it was brilliant. Can we talk about the special ED on episode five? Well, first of all, let's talk about the rap episode <laughs> in general. Okay, yeah, fat. Because, my God, this was the most fever dream episode of an anime I think I've seen in a really long time, but it's also one of the funniest recurring jokes Yeah, throughout the whole series, because Miyuki went to a karaoke group date with Hayasaka. They went separately, but they were there together. Mm -hmm. And then they ended up leaving together and getting their own karaoke booth, because Hayasaka really wanted... To put one over on Kaguya, both because, one, Kaguya challenged her and she still hadn't forgotten. But, two, she wanted to make Kaguya realize that she's actually being jealous and then, therefore, will actually confess her feelings. So she'd leave Payasaka alone and actually do what she's supposed to do. And so they go in there, they sing, and then they get to a rap song and Miyuki raps for Hayasaka and almost kills her. Yes. <laughs> yeah. She got a taste of what Chika normally gets dealt. Yeah. Yeah. So 
with Shogane realizing this, but also like finally seeing like the first true side to Hayasaka that he has seen, he's like, okay, all right, I'm, I want to get better at this just so I can actually be real with her and let her know that she needs to be real. So he enlists the help of Chika to try to get, you know, better because she's the one that helped him with singing, volleyball, the Sauron dance. So Chika's like, all right, well, I mean, he managed to do both of those things. So how badly could it be? He killed her too. Yeah. <laughs> Pushed her to the point to where she shouted motherfucker twice. Yes. And I mean, shouted it. Yep. <laughs> and this, for one, started the running joke of the F-bomb being dropped repeatedly throughout two episodes. Yep. <laughs> during rap. But also, it led to Homie, like, properly, well, for one, he had to teach Chica how to rap because Chica thought she could get away with just saying yo-yo at the end of everything. <laughs> for one, that's the most Chica thing yeah. that I think I've ever heard. But two... It's just, it was nice to see him have to teach her. So after he finally teaches her, she's like, okay, I gotta go by. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, 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 no. So she finally teaches him how to rap, which we don't see, but we can all imagine how that went. Because we already saw the training montage of him teaching her, so we didn't need another one. Mm -hmm. Then we actually get the rap, which for one, seeing Chica use the turntable, or use the park as a turntable, that was pretty cool. Mm -hmm. And just a lot of the overall animation, the shots that they chose to go with on it, the actual music and the rapping was good from what I could tell. Everything rhymed well. They placed the rhyming well, although if you pay attention to the words it doesn't really work but don't you got to take it at face value whenever it comes to not knowing another language yeah but it was god it was good and then the ed we got on the episode was spectacular Mm -hmm. like if you haven't go watch the ed for my nonfiction on youtube you can go find it because my god yeah that was it was just spectacular the ed itself like the main ed was actually good. I like the story on it and everything that they told with it. They've always done well with the ED production, but the episode five one was just mwah, chef's kiss. Yeah, yeah. the The animation style is is super interesting in comparison to the animation that is throughout like the normal episode. It was like I don't know, like Chica's rap voice in the ED and the animation. It felt weird because like she looks so grown in the animation and then it's this high high pitched chica voice <laughs> i was like oh my god what is this this is giving me like this feels weird but still the fact that they got miyuki and chica's voice actors to do that mm-hmm. though like and there's actually a fully produced song that you can get on apple and spotify and all that of it mm-hmm. as well so you can listen to the full version of the song and it's good mm-hmm. like it's really fucking good mm-hmm uh, but yeah, the rap episode just stole my heart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like rap has been a theme for all of the shows that have been coming out recently. I believe I said that. Like, whenever I was watching these week to week, I was like, well, I guess this week was rap week. Yeah, because it was like three different shows. Well, I mean, one of them is a, just a rap-based show, but... Yeah, but still, the yeah. fact that all of that kind of fell into place at one time, I was like, dear God, like, weird synchronicities this week. Yeah, yeah. Um. Okay, so there is one more subplot line that i wanted to talk about uh-huh and that is maki trying to break up the her friend and her boyfriend which i thought i was gonna hate this plot line because when you're first introduced to this plot line when you first get to know maki it seems like she's gonna recruit miyuki 
and Ishigami to get them to break up a couple that we've just spent the past two seasons getting together, right? Mm-hmm. That's that's kind of how it's it's dished out to you. And I thought, I don't know if I'm gonna like this. I don't like the idea of of, you know, somebody going in and trying to split up a relationship because they're jealous, especially with considering the fact that like they're supposedly best friend since elementary school and she's trying to steal her boyfriend you know i was like this makes me uncomfy i don't think i'm gonna like this but they managed to skirt around actually doing anything like that because you know knowing the formula of the show you think okay well they're gonna get into a bunch of shenanigans of trying to break them up and then they're not gonna work and then she's gonna learn a lesson and all this kind of stuff but i didn't like the idea of ishigami and and miyuki helping her but that doesn't actually happen at all uh, in any way. And I actually really liked how they managed to make it a plotline without her ever actually acting on anything. And uh, just kind of using them as a way to vent her emotions and to get some sympathy, basically, from them. And, you know, she kind of says, I'm going to do this to break them up, but she never actually follows through on it. And I don't know, I still, I'm not a huge fan of her as a character. I think she's a little bit two-faced. But considering the fact that this is high school, you can't help the feelings that you have. And she, like, it is perfectly fine to vent to someone about your own emotions and stuff. I feel like she's a, she has a lot of redeeming qualities as a character. And they could have made her a lot more, like, icky as a person. They could have, but the fact that they kind of turned it into a running joke. And again, the whole Sundare Senpai. Yeah, yeah, yeah nickname that stuck throughout the rest of the season like that was i mean it was gold Mm -hmm. they could have done a lot more with it and like actually went for the full breakup storyline but Mm -hmm. the fact that they just made it a joke Mm -hmm. and that's just kind of how it went it was great i love that yeah i agree i think that was a very very smart choice and i like that at the end the in the bonfire scene we got to see her and her friend having a bit of a bonding moment i if okay so for a fourth season i'm not sure if i'd want to see her like be open with her friend about her emotions i feel like i mean it just will damage the friendship like as much as much as you can say you know oh i appreciate you coming to me being honest and everything like i feel like it would just put distance between them so it would be nice to see her maybe get over the crush find someone else that she likes or just you know decide that like i don't have a crush on him anymore it's cool you know because as far as i'm aware kind of in the show you know like she doesn't really know him she doesn't really hang around him you know so Mm. i would have been i would be totally cool with them taking a plot line of like she more had a crush on the idea of him rather than actually having a crush on him you know you know, I could almost see them doing like a plot line of those two break up naturally over some dispute because it's a high school relationship yeah. shit like that happens. Mm-hmm. So they break up. Those two start hanging out together, Sundari Senpai and mm. the boyfriend. And she realizes like, no, like I, I actually hate this dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so the two end up getting back together and the girl out of the relationship was like i thought you two were gonna date and she was like no no hip no yeah like if somebody were to bring up chica dating miyuki or you like no absolutely fucking not no yeah 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 i i I agree i think that would be a good a good plot line i still think it's a little shady but i think that her character is kind of shady anyways Um, so I don't necessarily mind that happening. And I also think that it does, I mean, 
it happens in adult relationships as well. But I feel like that kind of brings a level of juvenile emotions to a relationship dynamic, which is very fitting for the show. Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah. yeah. Um, which, yeah, I like. So uh, Chica gets confessed to as well. And she lets Homie down by giving him a quiz. Yeah. <laughs> And he was okay with it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and I love that. I'm happy with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like Chica should just be the staple single Pringle. I think that's fine. I mean, honestly, the love detective should stay the single one. Yeah. Unless her and Eno want to get together, because I'm cool with that. Uh, yeah. Like, I would 100% get behind that. That is one ship I will stand behind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cute. Cute. Also, can we talk about Miko's homie having or dating the Subame's oh, like yeah. best male homie yeah, yeah, and how yeah, it was yeah. just so casually brought up? <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, talk about opposites attract, but they're very cute. I like them. Yeah, it's like just the way it was brought up and brought about and how it kind of set forth in motion of you asking out Tsubame. Like, I was 100% here for it. Like, that was <laughs> that was brilliant. Yeah, and I also actually really like how blatant they, they both seem to be and on the same page of, like, how they feel about the relationship. I thought, mm-hmm. actually, they probably have the most mature relationship of anybody in the show uh, because she was just forthcoming with it. She was just like, oh, yeah, he asked me out and, you know... I wanted somebody around for the cultural festival and then Christmas is right after. So I wanted somebody to be there for, uh, to be like to celebrate that with as well. And then later on, you get to see him, uh, be like, Hey, you don't have to force yourself to hang around me if you don't want to. And she's like, nah, actually, you know, <laughs> like it's cool. <laughs> and it seems like they have very decent communication and are both kind of on the same page of like this. We, we're aware that this kind of is just a, a relationship for now kind of thing. And, um, sometimes I feel like the, those kinds of relationships, like I hear about them with friends sometimes of like they'll get into a relationship. Like I, it's kind of just for a now thing, like while I'm in, in college or while I'm doing this or whatever, I'm like, oh, I like them. I like them enough. And I, then they are in, they end up being together for like 10 years. And you're like, okay, geez, I thought it was just I for mean, now. Yeah, it really did seem like a true relationship. Yeah. And that it honestly sounds like a modern day relationship in a sense. Yeah. Where it's like people would get together, especially during the winter, because they don't want to be alone for the holidays. And people are like, oh, like, actually, I really like you. Like, like let's keep doing this. Yeah. And I feel like that happened a lot over COVID as well. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Because people just kind of found themselves with people more, and especially with online dating mm-hmm. and I know a lot of people that got relationships through, like, Twitch and meeting people on Discord and whatnot, and it just kind of, that loneliness brought people together and fostered, like, relationships that never would have happened yeah. without it. So it it's very real. Yeah, I feel like they have the most real and the most mature relationship out of anybody in the show. Oh, yeah, 100%, and I am here for it. Yes, I'd like to see more of them in season four of just, like, like just small things, you know, just having them in the background every now and again with like mild dates or like you know you see him like bring her a coffee or vice versa or like you know she's like at one of his games and it's just very like normal i'd like to see that yeah or just even if you want to be even more subtle than that like if kaguya and miyuki are on a date you could have them like in another booth yeah <laughs> like opposite just be like oh hey we know those people yeah 100 percent. like or just like you know, in background shots of, like, campus shots when they're in, in the school grounds or whatever, and they're just, like, holding hands as they're walking by, and it's just, like, a three-second shot, not even. Like, yeah, I feel like that's kind of where I want their relationship to go, just to be, like, yeah, a cute Honestly, I want, like, 
very, very slight PDA. Yeah. Like holding hands or yeah. something, and Eno has to be the one that breaks them up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm here for that. Give me that. Oh, it would be really cute if, like, for some reason, like, her glasses get knocked off or whatever, and he ha- picks them up and hands them to her. Like, just things like, or, like that. Like, he puts them on first. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> like, give me that. Also, like, I really hope with season four, we actually get the Christmas arc, we get the New Year's arc. Yeah. Like, I want all of that. Yeah. Honestly, you know what? Fuck it. I'm, while I'm staying at my aunt's with nothing to do, I'm going to read the manga. Yeah? I've already seen Trapped in a Dating Sim for next week, so fuck it. Why do I need to rewatch it? Just kidding. I'm going to end up rewatching it anyway, but I'm going to binge read the manga. Okay. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> ADHD has been against me the past little bit. Yeah. In fact, it's been so bad to where I can't do anything. Like, I don't want to do anything. It's like I borrowed Walker's PS5 to take over to my aunt's. And I just, like, I'll turn it on and just stare at the screen. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, I can't actually bring myself to do anything because Brain's like, you want to do it? No, you don't. Yes, you do. No, you don't. And I'm like, stop. Yeah. Yeah, I've actually been experiencing a lot of uh, just uh, paralysis as well. Just like, I'm, I've am i been sitting on the couch for 20 minutes not doing anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I feel like it's just me still trying to decompress from the week because it's been just so damn busy. And mm-hmm. I know tomorrow's going to be so damn busy. So it's like, I just, I just want to chill. Yeah, and it's so hot and gross as well. Uh, don't remind me. Sorry. As soon as we get done with this, I'm going back to the heat. You know how I have hot water bottles in the winter? I should send you some and then you can fill them with ice water. And then you could just cuddle a thing of ice water. I mean, I I really could. Like, no joke. It hasn't crossed my mind to, like, get an ice pack and shove it up the back of my shirt. Yeah. Because that would... Oh, God, that sounds good. Right? I've been taking cold showers before I go to bed. Mm. Like, I'll take my normal shower and then leave it on cold for, like, ten minutes before I go lay down because I'm like, this is going to suck. Honestly, though, you should probably – I mean, I doubt that they'd have them in drugstores where you are, but Amazon Prime them, just, like, a couple of hot water bottles, fill them with cold water because they they have a um the fabric coating right so they they take off the edge so it like it's mm. not too hot so it won't burn you but it's still really hot and toasty so do the same with ice it would just take the take the edge off but still make it cold and refreshing yeah yeah that might work yeah do the thing i do the thing all right so what do you rate it oh hard why do i always have to go first you go first this week because we know what i'm giving it what are you giving it um, and also i asked first peasant <laughs> Um, uh, why do I always act like this is a surprise? Like, I should have an idea of what I'm going to rate it before I come into this. (laughs) I mean, it also doesn't help that I put you on the spot. I didn't go through our normal, like, that everything before we get into it. Nah, nah, I just threw it on you. Yeah, um. You want me to take a stab at it and maybe it'll help? Yeah. Nine. Mm. Because mm-hmm. you have a habit of, like, sticking close to, like, what the actual rating is. I do. I, yeah, I, I'm normally just a tad under. And a nine, I was debating between an eight and a half and a nine. So, yeah, you hit hit right on the head. Uh, small things. It's just small things. Also, everybody knows I hate cringe. This show is made up of cringe. That's a huge personal thing. I know it's a personal thing. But our ratings are not on how good a show it is. It's how much we like it. So. Why you, why, why you hate everything I love? Because I... I can't handle the cringe. But it's hilarious. Remember how we talk about watching anime and like shutting our brains off and just having a good time? Yeah, but it makes my teeth hurt. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no, like I am, I am a big proprietor of feeling secondhand embarrassment. Mm. But just, just because of the shit that happened, I'm like, (laughs) 
this is great. I'm all here for it. No, I don't like it. Ishigami raises it up the extra half a point, though, so I'll stick with the nine. Yeah, just because. Oh, so so 9.5. No, got it, got nine. <laughs> what are you at? Ten. Thought so. That's two tens in uh, a row. I mean, hey, I'm the one that made the schedule. <laughs> I know what I'm going to be going into everything. In fact, I can already pretty much tell you what next week is going to be. <laughs> I mean, if very, you know, watching it back a second time, I may actually drop it. I'm not 100% certain. Mm. So Trapped in a Dating Sim is a very interesting take on the isekai genre. Mm-hmm. Because it's very self-aware of how much of a, like, I'm trying to think of the proper term for it like it's very self-aware that it's an isekai Mm -hmm. and it's very self-aware of the tropes that it's like putting the character through and it's great Mm -hmm. so i i don't know i may drop it but i I have a number in my brain so we'll see if i'm still there come next week but i i think as far as like it was the biggest dark horse for the season for me Mm -hmm. because i was watching it week to week and i was like this is probably going to be another trash isekai i'm probably going to give it like a six or 6.5 and by the time i was done with it for the first watch through i think it was at like eight and a half oh if i remember correctly like it jumped that much because we know me like i'm a big fan of like subverting expectations and how well it subverted those expectations Mm -hmm. i'm all here for it but also i have some issues with some characters that we'll get into next week however i'm excited it's it's gonna be a fun time and i'm excited for the other shows we have going forward yes as well especially shikimori i'm so fucking excited for shikimori yeah yeah cool all right that everything that's everything all right so thank you all so much for listening blue and i greatly appreciate it we have things for you to go check out like www.bnbanime or youtube.com forward slash bnbanime we have socials for us at bnb anime i'm at brad carter gaming blue is that blue lavender on the etsy or it's blue lavender shop for etsy right Blue lavender crafts on it because uh, mm, i'm crafty okay. and yeah, you got yeah. your bookmark i did i did i love it i Good. love it so much Good. and in fact so the uh the, the reading challenge that i was telling you about mm-hmm. with the girlfriend mm-hmm. It actually matches the book cover that she gave me. Yeah, I was like, oh, wow, okay, these colors, like, this actually matches very well. No way, that's cool. Also, I may or may not have a talked girlfriend into commissioning you for a bookmark, Ah. so that that probably will be coming through very soon as well. Because she saw mine and she got jealous, so I was like, hey, so listen, if you want one, here's the link, just go commissioner for what is not that hard. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah. So, yeah, Blue Lavender Crafts on the Etsy or Blue Lavender on the TikTok mm-hmm. or Blue Lavender STM on the uh, uh, Instagram. Instagram and the Twitter. Yes. Yeah. And that's it. That's everything. Yeah. So thank you all so much for listening. Blue and I greatly appreciate it. Next week, Trapped in a Dating Sim. There's an even longer title to it, but fuck it. I'm too lazy to remember it. And until then, we'll catch y'all next time. Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs>